that's all that's all i've ever wanted jeremy what if what we're living today is what that future of star yeah. wars is <laughs> just a bland there you go. recording a podcast but in a long time ago in a galaxy far far away there were jedis and shit and everything was cool. like one of us but we're just sitting here sleep waging force. for shit i knew it mm-hmm. i knew it yeah just sick and tired of all these star wars <laughs> <laughs> can't wait till we get out of africa <laughs> well welcome back rabbit troop sucks we're we're coming at you week two of halloween so we're back at you with uh some halloween weather it's officially the fall again and uh we're here with uh west craven's shocker from 1989 and uh maybe not uh best uh west craven film we're gonna ever review no I was gonna, I was gonna no, that. no it was not. apparently supposed to be like a series kind of takeover for nightmare on elm street yeah we should but, we, yeah. but then it didn't because it sucks yeah and we should talk about yeah. that for, yeah through because i i just can't imagine any of that really happening with this with this yeah yeah. No, it, it would have. Ima- you, you guys can't imagine Skinner from X Files just running around killing people over six movies. Honestly, I would have been okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, if he was, I, I'll say in it more. But yeah, I mean, we'll we'll get we'll get through that. But yeah, we'll even open just directly uh, with with a summary. After being sent to the electric chair, a serial killer uses electricity to come back from the dead and carry out his vengeance on the football player who turned him into the police. Mm-hmm. You did Weird. It. <laughs> yeah yeah that is a good synopsis of what this movie is about it is uh i forgot how wes craven died let's start with that i had to look it up wes craven unfortunately died in 2015 uh from brain cancer uh, I, yeah i i just i think every time i think of wes craven even though i'm gonna go through this movie and not really defend that it's amazing but I think everyone should at least appreciate Wes Craven and what he brought to the field of oh, horror yeah. and Absolutely. fun. I mean, Nightmare on Elm Street, amongst other things. I mean, a, a real loss, and I think a real pioneer in the field, and clearly people will be giving him homages in films forever and always. And mm-hmm. if you know, people don't know Nightmare on Elm Street, we got a Scream. I have one that I totally forgot and we should do for this podcast at one point in time. Vampire in Brooklyn. I, I forgot. Oh, I, really? I totally forgot. Is that Eddie Murphy? Craven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's really? Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, that was awesome. And the cherry on top for me, uh, if anyone knows me at all, I love Twilight Zone episodes and even 80s Twilight Zone episodes. And he directed a handful of the 80s Twilight Zone episodes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Wes Craven is overall awesome. Um, this movie is shocking. And... <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned those 80s Twilight Zone episodes. Those are hidden gems, I think. I'm always yeah. going to give an homage to uh, those Twilight Zone episodes. Yeah. yeah, Lamar and I watched a ton of them. Um, yeah, if anyone has not watched the 80s Twilight Zone, uh, they terrified the hell out of me as a kid. That opening was yeah. frightening as hell. Like You're in this weird room, and the windows look like a nuclear fallout and a haunting voice. And yeah, it was just very 80s, but some of the stories uh, I still remember today. And there's a ton, a ton of stars. I mentioned Seth Green once uh, was on one of the episodes that I remembered. So, oh, yeah, you yeah. did. Yeah, and we we don't have a ton of people that I, I really feel uh, I know in this film, to be honest. I have people I've seen before. We got we got the, the, the real, does anyone know how to pronounce his last name? Who? I don't. I've never known how to pronounce Horse his Pinker. last name. Uh, I'm gonna guess yeah. Poliggy. Okay. Pol- so, yeah. So Mitch Poliggy is Horace Pinker, and everyone is gonna know him as Agent Skinner uh, from the X Files. 
And here, mm-hmm. he's a serial killer who's crazy as hell. I just kept referencing him as the shocker. <laughs> and I, I do know Peter Berg. I mean, he's been in several movies. And then, obviously, John Tesh as the news guy. John, uh, that that <laughs> yeah. one threw me yeah. off. Wow. John, John, John Tesh transcended time for me on this one. Yeah, um, Camille Cooper was in The Lawnmower Man. Uh, one of the victims is Nancy from Nightmare on Elm Street. And that's uh, Ooh. that's Heather like Langenkamp. And wow. what do we got? Uh, yeah, Peter Berg. I've never watched, but he's in uh, apparently a million episodes of Chicago Hope. Which one's he? The uh, main character. Oh. That, yeah, that's Jonathan. I, I hate Johnny. Um, you don't like decent. Jonathan? <laughs> he, I, he looked like, this is weird. He looked like Kevin Dillon he doing an impression like Dillon. of Dante from Grandma's Boy. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that was his performance for me. Wow, sure. that's deep. Just like Kevin Dillon being like, "Oh, guys, I got a. You want some drugs? And I got this monkey." <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the main character for me through the entire two-hour runtime of this movie, and I couldn't handle it. Well, Damn. Mike disarmed me so much. Let's let's not go too far. Yeah. Ahead. Hi, we're Rabbit Troop Mike, Sucks. Mike and, was rooting for Skinner. And, 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 I was. And, and as always, I'm Paul. Next to me is Mike. Next to Mike is Jeremy. And next to Jeremy is Lamar. Hi, everybody. Uh, we're a podcast about obscure, <laughs> forgotten about, and often overlooked movies. And hey, welcome back to our second week of October Fun. And I hope you keep drinking some Oktoberfest and some pumpkin beers from Fiction Beer, as discussed in our last episode. So hit up Fiction Beer, tell them we say hello, and drink your Oktoberfest and your pumpkin beers. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, I have a little bit of trivia to open up with this movie All that right. Mike actually got to hear not too long ago. So Mike and I were guests, uh, as noted last week as well, at the Aurora Mini Fest as panelists. And I don't know if Mike was prepared for this, but I got to discuss the X rating really quick because I had some of this information off the top of my head. And really, really quickly, why this was brought up, Mike and I were discussing Indiana Jones, uh, primarily Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, which came out in 1984. And during this time, uh, Spielberg was getting bombarded with complaints that between Jaws, Uh, being a little over the top, and especially Gremlins, which also came out in 84, and Indiana Jones, that this is too much, and this is too much for little kids. And Spielberg highlighted that he did not believe it should be rated R, but was an advocate and fought for the PG-13 rating, or, as he just noted, an in-between. And the movie movie picture association, some people were kind of weird about it, like, don't toy with this, I just don't really know why they said this. But they agreed to a, a PG-13 rating and in between. Uh, the first movie to get it, uh, but was released later that year, was The Flamingo Kid. And the first movie, uh, which Mike asked me, what's the first PG-13 movie you've ever seen? And it was the first movie that was released with PG-13. And for me, it was Red Dawn. Um, that was 1984 with PG-13. And the next time any ratings were ever changed was to change X to NC-17. And it was in 1990, and the reason this was done is, much like all of us have discussed, and I know we're going to do Cobra at some point in time, we're like, oh my god, Cobra was almost rated X. We're all like, it's sex and pornography. Apparently not. Apparently a rating of X could be just like over-the-top violence, like an insane amount of violence. If it's not sex, I don't want to watch it. And so every, yeah, so just like we all discussed before. Yeah, save X for the the naughty parts. (laughs) Yeah, just like we all discussed before, uh, X uh, 
everyone just thought was associated with pornography. And they're like, that is not the case. It's just someone has to be an adult, which they have deemed uh, NC-17. And I, I bring this all up because there was a cut of Shocker, apparently, in the trivia that this was supposed to be rated X. And it was all for over-the-top violence, not for sex or anything along those lines. Yeah. So, yeah, I just did not know this. Yeah, for just all of my life until recently, I thought a rating of X was always associated with uh, yeah, like sex and pornography. Yeah, but, yeah, but apparently not. Yeah. I was with you, too. But um, what level of violence and gore does it take to reach an X? Like, um, there were two scenes called out when I was reading about this movie that were specifically <clears throat> over the top um, that they had to tone down. Other than that, I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, one was the electrocution scene. Like, they had to tone that down. Yeah, and oh, yeah. the other was uh, when when he bites the security guard's fingers okay. off. <laughs> I, I guess, like, that was way more Okay, gnarly. so out of the ordinary violence that you probably wouldn't see, kind of something extraordinary outside of a shooting, more like a gore. Yeah. Or... I think a very, very gory or like realistic description or depictions of it. All right. Kind of makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to open that if someone has not seen this film or wants to see this film, I, I think you should. It's mm. not for me. It's not a terrible film, but I think you should go into it much more as a comedy rather than a horror. Oh, definitely. <laughs> because the stuff that Horace Pinker does, the serial killer, uh, agent Skinner, <laughs> He has a lot of asides that we've already started alluding to, and I really feel it's everyone's folly that they keep doubting him. Like, this guy's not that crazy, and then he's biting off fingers, and he's like, aha. He's also got some pretty great one-liners. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's a well, full of he, one-liners. And, in IMDb, they classified this as a comedy horror thriller. Yeah, that makes sense. I... Do you feel that's that was the intent on release? You're not scared in this movie. Like, no, there's no, no like yeah. tension. It's just like some nutty serial killer. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like it's almost like a cross between like Child's Play and that Denzel Washington movie where like the killers transfer in bodies and whatnot. But, but oh, I, yeah. Well, I also feel it's like him riffing on himself with Nightmare on Elm Street because there's a huge illusions like, I gotta go to sleep and this is how I control things and only mm -hmm. in a dream state. And I was like, ooh, you should have walked away from all of that. Um, yeah. It's just gonna, you just didn't even need to do that. Um, well, also, it also didn't make sense in this movie. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Mm, yeah. Once you get shocked, sky's the limit. If you die getting shocked, you could come back as a ghost. You could... Maybe not come back. Yeah, you, you can do whatever you want. You yeah. just got to try. Yeah, that's the thing. So it makes sense if you believe in all of it. Well, like, you know, <laughs> you know, Johnny could, like, do dream shit. He wasn't shocked. Yeah. Yeah, but he, he's, he's got the glow. He's, Does he? <laughs> he's got the shine. Yeah, he's got the shimmin. Um, <laughs> Jeremy, you mentioned the uh, tags on IMDb. It's like, what'd you say, comedy, horror, and thriller? Yeah. Yeah. I feel those are app, but in the wrong order. This would be <laughs> comedy, then thriller, then horror. And yeah, that, I don't, I don't. It's a better the way horror to take genre. this movie. There's a horror, the horror element, but it's West Craven horror that's not on the yeah. element of Nightmare on Elm Street, which is heavily influenced in this movie. I think we can all agree. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. This is 1989 and West Craven in between 1984 and 1990 directed six movies. I mean, do you think he's influencing himself? Like one day he woke up, he's like, damn, I was a great director. Yeah, yes, I 100% believe that. 
So before we go deep deep in this film, there's one one thought that I had. So Jeremy, when this when this episode is released, you'll be out here soon after that. Yeah, so, it'll be on that Friday. Yeah, yeah, and it's Friday the thirteenth, which blew <laughs> wow. my freaking mind. Jeremy will be recording with us in our studio on Friday the thirteenth in fall, which is crazy. And then I remembered like a floodgate of memories that Jeremy and I have a Friday the 13th story. And I have no idea if he remembers this at all, but I could, I, could... I guarantee I probably won't until you say it. Okay. So I don't know all the things that we're doing that day, but it was no joke. Every single thing went wrong for Jeremy and I. If this was a comic book, it was just like the smallest things were destroying everything step by step. So the plan was it was a Friday and Jeremy and I were planning to like go see a movie or go to the mall or probably a combination of both, which was normally the things we were doing. I remember at the time I was dating some girl who was going to a different school uh, and I don't remember all the schools in Missouri, but she had some friends and it's kind of like Jeremy and I would meet up and like her and her girlfriends would meet up and it was like very ideal for both of us. But the situation was, I remember Jeremy was already having like some kind of car problems or then there was like get, getting gas problems. So Jeremy's like already running late. Not a big deal. Then Jeremy, and this is, you got to remember a world of no cell phones, etc. And so I think these, you know, girls were meeting. It was, oh, like I'll call you at this time and we'll meet up. Jeremy and I went to several different payphones and none of them were working. <laughs> like, this is not even a joke. Like, I remember we're at like a grocery store and it didn't work. I think we went to a gas station. It's not working. Then we eventually get to one. And now we're like super late. Then I actually saw so uh, some brilliant move. I was like, I'm going to call home. Maybe they called us. My mom's like <laughs> now pissed. Mom's like these... These girls are like calling off the hook. Like, where are you? Where aren't you supposed to meet them? So my my mom is angry because like she's getting all these calls. Uh, the girl I'm dating, I eventually like get a hold of her, and she's angry and not really believing Jeremy and I or like late. Like, where were you guys? We're like at phones. Like that's where we're at. Like like we were at phones, and then she was pissed off about this. And then I think some other events like went on. I think like the movie we tried to go see like was sold out. Like that was a thing that happened. Uh, and then we're like, oh my God, like we don't want to see the 12 o'clock movie. Or I don't even know if I would be allowed to see the 12 o'clock movie. That would end at two in the morning if I was like 16 or 17. Maybe I was. Um, then the night culminates where Jeremy comes over to my house and he's like, dude, I'm exhausted. Just like, just like dead to earth. Like, all these setbacks, all these headaches. And he's like, do you just mind if I spend, spend the night? And I was like, yeah, I'll just tell my parents. And my mom's like, no. Nah. I was like, it was, <laughs> for no reason. She's like, no, I don't want anyone to spend the night. And I was like, he's really tired. And I think my mom was just really pissed off. She was getting these phone calls. And like, again, this is a world of no cell phones and stuff like that. And she was just getting call after call after call that night. And yeah, I guess she was put out by that. But yeah, she wouldn't let Jeremy spend the night, which is like super bizarre. My mom, super nice. Um, I, there's no rhyme or reason. I even remember the next day. I was like, why could he not spend the night? Mom's like, cause I said no. And we were just like, that was it. I was like, what? Like what? I was like, I told you he was tired. Like we weren't even going to like stay up. Mom's like, no excuse. Like it was super bizarre, wow. but it is a Friday the 13th. I'll always remember. Hopefully we get to mirror it on the day he comes in. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. And we yeah, had a power we'll a outage when we were recording not too long ago. What could mm -hmm. go wrong? <laughs> we'll well, like it go wrong. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah, well, wow. go trick or treating. Yeah, I always like. I always kind of think fondly back to it, Jeremy. I, I know maybe you don't remember any of this. But Those are our high school days. Yeah. I was driving the uh, ni- the eighty four Buick Electra station wagon. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, awesome. that was the car that was breaking down on you. Or he just something with yeah, gas it was my grandparents' car. Yeah, it was, it was just like a super bizarre day. But yeah, I have kind of fond memories of looking back because it's kind of just like a story of like two guys who did nothing wrong, but just the the universe said, nah, I'm going to toy <laughs> not, with you Not today, today guys. You yeah. couldn't even like sleep it off. You just wanted yeah. to go lay down. and Yeah. I could have was... slept in the back of that Buick Electra station wagon, I'll yeah, tell you that. <laughs> Maybe you did. You don't remember. Who knows? That's true. <laughs> I think one of the things we know, need to know before we really get into Shocker is just how amazing the music is. Please. The music fucking rocks. <laughs> the 80s rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like hard rock. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, so the movie opens with Shocker. The mm-hmm. movie the, the movie's called Shocker. The song also titled Shocker by Dudes of Wrath. <laughs> <laughs> Was this song written for this movie? Uh, is there a Dudes of Wrath album that uh, I can buy? Outside of one song, I think all, I this, hope so. all these songs were made for this movie, I, I feel. I, I feel on, we're honorary well, members no, of Dudes no of Wrath. Well, no, because no more Mr. Nice Guy is... Uh, yeah. That's yeah. A, yeah, that's the exception. Yeah. Everything else is, seems yeah, catered for this movie. Yeah, outside of the one Megadeth song, I, I, I'm going to be scrambling to find out uh, thing, <laughs> like who these people are. But Dudes of Wrath. As I said, I think we are all honorary members of Dudes of Wrath. Mm-hmm. Um, and we... Oh, we we open the movie with a guy who looks like he's soldering a radio, listening to Dudes of Wrath. And uh, then Jonathan, our lead, uh, our high school lead, is uh, getting a hard time at the football game just because he can't. Well, no, before that, though, he's at a coffee stand that's fucking on the campus of the high school. Yeah, you don't drink coffee before the big game? Well, I did. Well, no, but I mean, I don't know if I drank coffee in high school, but who, did anybody have, is there any high school in the United That's States true. that has it did look like a weird. fucking coffee stand? <laughs> like the quad. They're in, they're in college. This is college. It is. Is I, it? Yeah. I have some interesting. Oh my God, dude. I thought they were in high school. No, they're, I, I did too at first, but it is mentioned that they're in college. I have some interesting trivia of and for this before we get too deep. There's also three Cravens in this movie. Okay. <clears throat> Are they related? Yes. It is Wes Craven makes an appearance in this movie and his son and his daughter. Huh. Just brief appearances, they're cameos. Huh. The beginning. Did you scene, mark them, Lamar? Yes. Like are you gonna tell We're us talking when they about happen? the uh at their this little concession stand on campus. The girl mm-hmm. is Wes Craven's daughter. Interesting. Oh, yeah. no shit. <laughs> She's in it. She right. has two lines. She's in it for like a second. We never see her again. <laughs> <laughs> I'll Fantastic. point them out as they show up. The other Cravens. Yeah. I. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, or if you want to know now, or shall we keep that a secret? I like no, keep it a secret until right. like until it comes up. Bam, Craven. Can we can we talk about? Dudes of Wrath again for a second. Yes, yeah. always. Because I, I just looked this we up. We can mainly talk about Dudes of Wrath. Okay, new tack. This is now a Dudes of Wrath uh, podcast. Yeah, hashtag podcast. Dudes of Wrath. Um, so, Dudes of Wrath was a one-off supergroup. <laughs> of of wouldn't of course supergroup. What record, is that? It's so, like the Justice League. <laughs> yeah, formed to record songs for the horror film Shocker. The band included Paul Stanley from Kiss. Mm-hmm. 
Tommy Lee from Motley Crue. That doesn't surprise Holy me. Holy shit! Alice Cooper. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, Rudy Sarzo, who is the bass player for Dio. Mm-hmm. Um, and a couple other guys who I don't know. But like... How is that not at the top of the fucking yeah, trivia? Yeah, right. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> That's fucking dope. Wow. I'd listen to that band. They, did, they didn't record an album, apparently. Mm. I'm going to give a spoiler for this movie. Okay. You know who the real dudes of Wrath are? The amazing football team and their oh, I will God. follow you to the gates of hell attitude. They, Dude, yeah. I, that yeah. football team. Yeah, that is doesn't in, come until later, but yeah. yeah. Holy yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. The coach, that. fucking Rhino, oh my always God. bailing him out. Yeah. 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 The coach, the assistant coach, the coach is. These guys don't even need to say fully what's happening. Like, coach, there's demons. And the coach is on board. I've yeah. known Jeremy almost my entire life. <laughs> if I told Jeremy there are demons, he'd be like, cool. We're still going to podcast on Saturday. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I'd be like, all right, man, whatever. Yo, I don't know what yeah. you're going through. Yeah, right. He's not going to kill someone or, or, or break windows to get you or shut down electric grids. Um, but damn, those are the real dudes. Of yeah, yeah, they are. This team is tight. <laughs> are they doing well this season? Because I really hope they are. Yeah. Well, Johnny's their star uh, uh, oh, yeah. receiver. And, yeah. Uh, the intro to him is just not that great. Yeah. Uh, so we meet Jonathan, who's doing weird stuff at football and having mm-hmm. a hard time. And then he's walking past some super creeped out van. And then he's talking to his girlfriend. And then that's a dream. And that's going to be one of many dreams that you're like, why are you even dreaming this stuff? But it was all the dream. And Jonathan wakes up um, and he dreamt straight up of a murder that he was at his girlfriend Allison's house. And he dreamt that someone broke into his house, murdered everyone, called his dad. And his dad's like, yeah, they murdered everyone. <laughs> I'm only laughing because his dad is kind of nonchalant in areas. Right. And, well, his dad is super irate always yeah. until he lights a cigarette. Dude, yeah. <laughs> this whole fucking scenario with the family thing did confuse the shit out of oh, me. it was weird. Daddy's fostering like, like 20 children. Yeah, so like... Did the killer in this dream, like, was, were they killed in the house that is the house that they are then in the rest of the movie yes. also? Yes. yes. So he, okay, he that's was, super fucking weird, man. Right. Yeah. He so, was dreaming about the murder, we find out, of his family. Because he was at Allison's yeah. house. He was at Allison's house. I get all that. Yeah. I thought that, like, the dad and the mom were divorced. And, like, no. so the, the rest of the movie, like, like there is a major fucking gruesome well, death well, that comes yeah, up. And, and here, here's a fun thing. <laughs> So his dad is his foster dad. Like, like shout out to yeah, everyone who fosters right. people. Like, that's not like some like weird side note. But I'm just saying this because it it's would make, important. Yeah, and it would also yeah because there's a relationship dynamic between both of them. Also, it would make sense uh, depending when you started fostering something someone if you started calling them by their first name. So. His dad's name is Don, but yeah. I swear to God, yeah. half the time he's like, listen, Don. And the other time he's like, dad, I yeah. need help. Or like, I shouldn't say he needs help because that's like the sympathy card. Just 50-50, Don, dad. I was like, what the hell's going on? Also, if your daddy is apparently like the chief of police, you can he's do a whatever you want. Yeah, oh, detective? Yeah, you could do, yeah, he's a lieutenant. Yeah. You could do whatever you want in this town. You could go on crimes. Yeah. Bathe in blood, friend. Oh, my God. (laughs) Commit crimes in front of the police. They don't care. Yeah. Commit crimes to police. (laughs) Was your family just murdered? Yeah. You're the the lead detective. I bet you'll find that guy. (laughs) Which would never happen. Yo, Chief, he's not supposed to go in here. What are you going to do? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Let him in. Anything for your birthday, boy. Yeah, so he calls <laughs> so he calls Lieutenant Don Parker, his foster dad, and they both go to the house. And the dad's like, 
no, 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 no. You got to stay out of here. And uh, then we find out there's like this Dexter backstory where uh, he's like, you know, yeah. you were beaten as a child. I don't want you to see this. And, you know, Don slash dad is trying to protect Jonathan. But Jonathan just does whatever he wants. I mean, well, he doesn't let him in the crime scene, but he starts telling his Don about the details. Yeah. Like, I, like think, I, I had dreams. Yeah, he's like, I had yeah, dreams. Like, and he's like, no, you didn't. You're a stupid kid. Um, yeah. He's like, no, no. Like, they're, the, this, the kid, my brother's fingers were broken in this particular way. And my sister was <laughs> murdered was like upstairs. A, like, here's did some, you notice there were, like, van mark tires on yeah. the, uh, the side, uh, the street? And they're like, how did you know that? Yeah, here's some choice dialogue between Don and Jonathan. So Jonathan tells his dad that he's dreamt of murder, as we noted. Uh, he's able to give a full, accurate account, and the biggest thing is he notes the van. He's like, I'm going to do this, and, and Dad says, what is this shit, and follows up with, are you on drugs or what? <laughs> and Jonathan pulls, as I noted, like these weird deals. He's like, I'll tell you everything. He's like, okay, like I'm willing to listen. He's like, yeah, but I'm coming with you. He's like, right. that's not against like a procedure, and, or he goes, uh, that's against procedure, and uh, he goes, F procedure. Mm -hmm. And he goes, okay. And the yeah, dad's fine. like, that's fine. You're good. <laughs> yeah, and that like, happens many times throughout the movie, was, by the way. So I would, like, say, like, I would, I would say this. Well, let's, let's open realistically, Jeremy. Yeah. And I, I see this. I think this one time, this one time in the movie, you're like, I had this crazy dream. He's like, it's against procedure, but like, is this real? I'm going to drive my crazy son to the scene and nothing's going to happen. I think I could buy it once. Mm -hmm. There is a no, scene. No, 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 no. Well, no, maybe no, like we first... <laughs> well, well, I was wondering, later in the film, there is a straight up like SWAT assault on a warehouse that Jonathan is just part of. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, it's not even like I'm coming. He's like just straight up walking in with the police. Like he's Batman in the new movie. Like, who cares? <laughs> yeah. Like vigilante Jonathan. So when he's having this dream. What kind of dream, Mike? A wet dream. Mm. Yeah. Mm. A gooey dream. The dream where <laughs> she's being murdered. Yeah, where, where his family's being murdered. He he's interacting with he sees the he sees the murderer. It's it's A. D. Skinner. Um but like they Pinky. They yeah, it is Pinky. They they interact <laughs> and in one of his dreams later it's highly suggested that he he's not he is dreaming but like his dream self is actually there and visible he is straight up because really yeah he is himself. thank yeah. you that's that's what i was looking for because because yeah out of body experience because the murderer sees him and recognizes him yeah. as the ghost that was haunting oh yeah they try to kill fight. Site. yeah oh yeah and he jumps through him and that's when he wakes up yeah I didn't even think about that. There's a lot of stuff that happens later in the movie that's just like, eh, I just assume this stuff happens. Yeah. So, it's all supernatural mixed in. Well, that's the, that's the thing. Like, up until this point, we don't, nothing supernatural's happened yet. No one is the shocker. That's true. We just have some dummy kids. <laughs> I went in yeah. with Wes Craven in mind. Yes. In my Spoiler, <laughs> the shocker is maybe 20 minutes of this movie, and that power is used twice. Yeah, this is two movies. This is one movie where... A, a child and his father hunt a serial killer yes. and then a separate movie <laughs> where a superpowered killer embody or like takes over people's bodies right this They're is like two chases different after the, the the kid yeah 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 and to really quickly just jump start it because we got to get to that shocking situation is 
Yeah, uh, it turns out, like, this is this dude. And the cops are pissed because they're like, oh, my God, we're going off a dream. And then they straight up break in. Like, they have a discussion. They Oh, yeah, they break into his warehouse. This happens all the time (laughs) in the movie. They're like, we have an ethical dilemma. Here's a really short excuse. Mm -hmm. Ethical dilemma overachieved. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. So they they break in. One of the cops is immediately nabbed, and you just see just like a gallon of blood just (laughs) ooze from under a shelf. Yeah. Uh, And they're like, where did that guy go? And I swear to God, Jonathan is just looking at like the cigarette the cop was smoking that is now on the floor for a minute and then says something. Yeah, that's because he's a goddamn dingbat. Yeah, it's, it's super weird, but yeah. And then Horace takes the cop, uh, apparently that he killed, wears the outfit, goes outside, kills a bunch of other cops. Then I thought it was going to be a bold move where he drives off in the cop car. He drives off in his van. Oh, yeah. yeah. The and van so, with yeah. his goddamn name and, on it. And, and, he's, and he's giggling. He has like a maniacal laugh. He's like, <laughs> I do like to laugh. And he yells out, yeah, as he's driving by. Yeah. Why did he take the yeah. uniforms? Yeah, four cops are dead. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. But then, then quickly we get a new morning and it's a newspaper. And we get John, the John Tesh. Uh, what was it? Entertainment Tonight, John Tesh? Yes. Yeah, Entertainment yeah. Tonight, John Tesh. Uh, and we get a bunch of scenes of newspapers. The killer is uh, has been identified. And uh, we see Pinker, and he's pissed off. And then there's a lot of dream talk. And then... Uh, then we get a lot of one of many, uh, the lead character, Jonathan, just working out and, yeah. or sitting in the vibomatic chair that he has in his room. Did you did you catch what uh, what the new what John Tesh said in the news report? No, I wrote this down because I thought it was ridiculous <laughs> because of a list of patterns that the police refused to make public. They believe that this is the same killer. That list of patterns <laughs> was him killing multiple people. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, it the and by the way, yeah. that was the pattern. Like, this guy in this newscast, he has killed seven families right. to date uh, in like yeah. a short yeah. period of time. That, this that's entire the area would be under martial law. Like, they would have oh, the FBI yeah. there. Like, everybody would be in this town, oh, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it goes right back to the news. We just see some other scenes, and you know Jonathan's doing God knows what, and it goes right back to Tesh, uh, highlighting that you know this is going to keep going on. And this is I I, I chuckled and rewound this because this just seemed out of place. They're like, well, they did go through his house, and there was a there was a secret room that they found where that's where he uh, practices black magic and animal sacrifice. <laughs> I do remember and, that. And it was it was like a real quick footnote. It was like this guy's killed so many people, and everyone should be afraid. And oh yeah, there's a he kills animals and does mm-hmm. black magic. Uh, secret room. I feel like that. <laughs> I feel like the existing TV repairmen in this world are probably users of black magic. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, of this world, of our world now, of like or, our current time uh, right now. I don't even know who those people could be. Oh yeah, he's a TV. <laughs> can we just... say that he's a TV repairman because he is? Well, we also need to say oh, yeah, that Jonathan sure. has been dating this uh, this girl Allison. That's who he stayed over at, mm-hmm. and that is how his life was essentially saved. Uh, they're clearly super intimate. I mean, he's just laying in bed at the time she's taking a bath. Uh, and then later he gets in his car and leaves. I think he's got some football stuff to do. And then... oh, wait, but he gives her Mike. What kind of car is that, oh, by yes. the way? Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know old American stuff like a Bel Air or something. Oh, I know. <laughs> I was gonna identify because it's like it an ancient car. Yeah, 
Yeah. Mike did note, though, uh, a key point that he's like, oh, before I leave, here's your early birthday present. Right. And it's a little heart-shaped necklace. Yeah, he's like, oh, how, you, you remembered with everything going on. Yay. Yay. And then, no. he gets, then he gets into his car and drives off, and she's brutally stabbed to death by yeah. a painter yeah. like, within moments. And I thought, wow, that was sh- super short-lived. This is one of my favorite scenes with the coach. This is, this is father coach coming out. And he's like, Jonathan, think you need to go home. He's like, what happened, coach? Think you need to go home, Coach? Did something happen, Jonathan? Just make sure to go. Home. <laughs> yeah, get on, buddy. Yeah, because uh, clearly, a lot of good news waiting for you. Clearly, there. Coach got a call like, "Hey, you know Jonathan's girlfriend, Allison? Yeah, she's quite the beauty. How she's doing? She's brutally stabbed. <laughs> S- send Jonathan home. That's where she. That's where she's at. So uh, he'll love it. There's a little. She'll 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 be there. Everything's great. And by the way, they make no attempt when he gets home ah, to stop him from no. doing anything. Actually, like, that, you can hear on the that's, yeah, that's what I was saying before. Yeah. This guy could do whatever he wants. You can hear one of the officers say, "Hey, isn't that Johnny? She you should stop him at the door." He's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and no one does anything like you said. <laughs> so apparently, Allison was in the bathtub when Pinker came in. And filled her with 85 more gallons of blood <laughs> until she pops. Holy yeah. Shit. Because he, Jonathan walks in and it's like Beverly's scene in It, where yeah. she's scrubbing blood off the floor. It's every, it, and he is, he's touching everything. He is, <laughs> he's touching walls. He's, he's, he's covered in her blood. Like he walks past like five officers <laughs> and covers himself in blood like he's a blood monster <laughs> and freaks out on the floor. And they're like, yeah, man, that totally sucks. Uh, he is not, he's not doing well. And then no. we basically just go right to a funeral scene. Uh, She's he, dead. Yeah, uh, Horace yeah. also left a message for Johnny on the wall. Happy birthday from Horace written in her nice. blood. Yeah. So that was nice. It was a nice little touch. I mean, yeah. honestly. Yeah, yeah. It is a nice touch. I mean, honestly, outside of Jonathan, I I didn't hear any other birthday wishes. No. Yeah. So. At least someone said something to him. I know. Yeah. It was Jeez. nice he remembered. Yeah. Sometimes people just get, you know... It's all about what they do is wrong. What about what they do Pinky is right? Pinky is very thoughtful. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he seemed to have a good filing system for his junkyard. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I bet all those because... nails and clips were filed. Oh, man. Pinky is technically the anti hero of this movie. <laughs> I, don't know why I, wrote, <laughs> I don't know why I wrote this. Okay. Uh, my only note for the funeral I wrote. So it's going to go from the funeral to then at night. Mm-hmm. But the only thing I wrote for Allison's funeral is. Jonathan is not feeling it. <laughs> well, no, it was a sad affair. <laughs> um, okay, so then we get to meet Rhino. Because uh, then at night, we get the... His friend drives on the field next to the Yeah, they're the just track. parked on the track. Mm-hmm. Oh, which makes no <laughs> sense. Like, they're basically just on, like, the field of the school. And his friend Rhino is like, hey, man, here's my car and be cool with it. And then Jonathan drives off. Yeah. And then I also noticed, note he parks at least five feet from the curb. Mm-hmm. I don't know what was going on, but I mean, there was like a full human body's width <laughs> or length away from He didn't curb. want to scratch Rhino's rims. Yeah. That's I, okay. It's just polite. Yeah. But he highlights <laughs> he knows where Pinker is. Well, he, yeah, he has another dream. But wait, let me ask you this. Okay. How does he induce that dream? He just goes to sleep? I like, guess. Is, yeah. He, he it seems sleep. like, yeah, it seems like sometimes Jonathan's just like this. But that's it. Like, Wes so Craven has a fascination with like the dream world, maybe. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but I thought I, at first I thought he was taking drugs to do this, but he just has the he ability to like immediately go into deep REM sleep. Okay, let me ask you this. So the Pinker's killed what seven families now? Yeah, there's like thirty people I think yeah. in the news. 
what, seven families, 30 people. There's nothing. The, the first time he dreams of Pinker is because he's killing his family. Right. Yeah. Yes. So that's what, that's what brought him in. So he wasn't dreaming about all of Pinker's other murders and just thinking no, it was just really so, He's very selfish. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't, but I don't know what he does to induce it, but he does have one and he, right. And yeah, he, yeah, and he yeah. wakes up. Yeah, he's he's like, in a dream. No, I because like this cause, next scene. Yeah, because I'm straight up noting because yeah. I yeah. like after the scene ends, I was like, how how did he just like yeah. go to bed and just like I'm in a dream? Right. I mean, it's honestly well, he's in the car. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, so imagine anyone listening to this. You are in a car. You turn it off, and then you close your eyes and you're just asleep. I mm-hmm. I, I wish I had that power. That sure. seems fantastic. Well, he's well he the, probably ran a hose from the tailpipe directly. Yeah, he, oh, yeah. That's what they did rated X. <laughs> yeah. That was the X cut. Now, now it's all coming yeah, together. The scene is cut. The fast forward sleep. <laughs> yeah. That, I see. But he was sleeping in the car because he wanted to find out where he was going to be so he could drive there. Yeah. And yeah. Then, he, then he sees him. And that's when a pinker first is like, whoa. What? <laughs> Dream self, bro. Harsh butt. <laughs> yeah, it was. I and he like believe. refers to all women as bitches throughout the entirety of this movie. He's oh a, yeah, Pinky he's a dream does. Boat. Yeah, he's a dreamboat. This yeah. guy, this guy's the whole package. Yeah, <laughs> Pinky and the bitches. Mm-hmm. And so I got that he just rolls up to the apartment where Jonathan is dreamed of. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's what you were noting. So yeah. Yeah, so he dreams of where Pinker is, and then he goes there. Yeah, and he, he they they run into each other, and they have a little dream off. They have a, well, there's no <laughs> one's dreaming now. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a tussle. But they yeah. have a little tussle, which Jonathan wins by fucking like Liu Kang kicking him <laughs> like, yeah, into a goddamn building. I, I took a couple <laughs> screenshots of that. Yeah, so oh, it, that's it's, great. It's, yeah, it's amazing. So I I I have to take a sip of this water. Yeah. I have to just enunciate correctly on this. Jonathan gets a running start on a rooftop. And this is brilliant because I've got I've, if you even if Mike you don't like Jonathan, you've got to give him this one. He and this run. is the same roof that was in Judgment Night, the same ladder. Oh, yeah, totally. Of course. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah, like a ladder like duct taped together. Damn, then, like, it really was. <laughs> so, yeah, Pinker is on one rooftop and Jonathan wants to get to the other side. So he runs and jumps super far to get on that roof. He does it. Great mm-hmm. job. His next move is he like lands, then gets up, continues to run, and I love this. It's it's clearly an all or nothing move. Like if you fail, it's over. He runs and as hard as he can, he puts both of his legs in the air, as Mike said, Liu Kang style, and double kicks Pinker <laughs> right yeah. into a door. It's it's brilliant because yeah. if you land it, like you you won, dude. But if you don't, you're probably going off a roof or he's gonna turn around and beat the hell out of you. But mm-hmm. he pulled it off. It job. worked, yeah. Yeah. And the cops are there somehow. Oh, did did Rhino call the cops? Maybe. That's a possibility. I mean, the cops just show up wherever. I yeah. mean, yeah, they uh, come burst out of that his door. His dad, Don, clearly knows where he's at at all points in time. Yeah, I think his dad has a habit of calling for backup a lot. So yeah. I think they just yeah. call, followed him. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, and uh, Pinker definitely gets some harsh shots off on Jonathan. And yeah, it's no, very he clear. Him up a little bit. Yeah, and it's very clear he could have, I would assume, have the upper hand in this situation. But he starts laughing. Uh, he's like, ah, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, uh, he says some weird stuff. And then 
Jonathan convinces his dad that he wants to go to the execution when it's inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. He's he like, says I've, he's earned it. Yeah, I've earned it. And the dad goes, I'll right. get box seats. <laughs> and, then, and they do get box seats. They're dead center yeah, and we get, for this execution. And we roll right into No More Mr. Nice Guy by Megadeth. Yeah. Yeah. And so the, this next scene was fucking bonkers well let's also talk about this um okay what's the time jump here like you would oh, a so, months i would assume i know we're like, not yeah yes yeah, we're so, so there's we're no beyond there's, that yeah there's no death row there's no years no. there's this it seems like a, a few weeks later this guy was just tried because jonathan is still in the same grade in college yeah. he's still working on this with the same football well, one team. of them had a sc- like a cut that was like scarred over by the time this this nice. scene happened so i'm getting like at least enough time for like a, a cut to heal yeah a couple weeks who knows oh yeah but we're yeah. at the day of the execution mm-hmm. we get pinker sitting in a cell electrocuting himself well yeah the the priest this is weird <laughs> yeah this is super weird so like the guards and the priest are like his last request was a tv guy must really like tv multiple and, tvs and yeah, i think there was like two tvs and he's yeah. in his goddamn cell with I don't know who gave him the jumper cables, <laughs> yeah, but he's got like his, he's all jumper cabled up to the TV. issue. So if you look closely, I think they're like little paper clips. So he, I think he'd like manufactured them. And okay. So. It does look like jumper cables. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah he's saying, he's saying, this is funny. He goes, give it to me. And then you hear a demon voice. Like, the demon, demon voice. Out, yeah. You got it, baby. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was the first and only appearance of that demon voice. Yes. So well played. So, well, the demon was in the TV and went baby. into his titties via the jumper cables. Yeah. And so <laughs> we get, a priest who's really pissed off He's about pissed. this whole yeah. situation <laughs> and two guards and the guards are like, Oh man, you know, this guy's crazy as hell. Well, they think he's dead. Yeah. And they yeah. try to revive him and Pinker bites off the lips of one guy and then the fingers of another guy. And this was one of the scenes that was gussied up to tone down be rated and mm-hmm. bold move. He calls the priest a pecker ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then after the, after like, so one guy has no fingers. Another guy's like, lower half of his face is ripped <laughs> off and they can they're like this motherfucker and they b- beat the shit yeah. out of him <laughs> and wouldn't you and the oh, punny yeah, makes I mean, after butting hey, off the finger is it's finger looking good i, I yeah. think i think we were all warned that there was not going to be another mr nice guy i think it was yeah. pretty clear so he was the last one i read mm-hmm. i read the room correctly on this but yeah, they eventually get him um to to the execution chamber uh, so he sees that Jonathan is there and highlights that he's Jonathan's father. He says he used to beat him as a kid. Uh, he calls Jonathan a pecker head instead mm-hmm. of a pecker ass. I don't know if that's an upgrade or a downgrade, maybe a lateral move. I don't know how it works in yeah. the world of, uh, Horace Pinker, but yeah, uh, they blast him with a bolt of lightning and uh, electric electricity. That is, and he is not dead. He is Zeus super is not dead. Shaper. Yeah, yeah. His his head looks off. Uh, it's not. It's on fire. It looks like he was rolling around in molten lava. He's not looking good. Um, and then uh, he's just gone. And they put down a lockdown, and everyone's trying to find Horace Pinker, who was strapped in a chair. Yeah, it's but- really weird. So they, they sent like a, a doctor in to, to check on him. Yeah. And uh, he, the, the doctor gets kind of gets shocked when, when she touches him. Shocker. Shocker. Um, and th- well, this, as we find out, was him transferring his consciousness into the body of that doctor. That is correct. Yeah. So they, they send people in. They help the doctor get out. 
Um, and, and now we're at a different movie. And well, now, the now it is a, a completely different. Well, film. yeah, I, I yes, yeah. I, I do want to note that the last time we see Horace Pinker like this, Jonathan again gets to run in the execution yeah. chamber. No, him in yeah, he's <laughs> what the fuck? He, I know he's behind the scenes. <laughs> this guy's got an all access pass to the world, which I wish I could buy as well. Hey, he's a lieutenant son, but yeah. it's it's brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> you become a lieutenant son, you can do whatever you want. Apparently. Yeah. Um, they see Horace's body that just falls out, and then uh, Obi Wan's itself yeah. out of existence. <laughs> and then, what does the dad say? Uh, Whoa, that chair really kicks ass. Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> God, I love the dad. The dad, as I noted, is always irate, mm-hmm. and then he smokes a cigarette and he's totally calm. Yeah, yeah. And this is when we learn that the cop was, uh, or the cops driving the doctor away. This is what Mike was noting that the doctor is actually possessed or someone said that yeah yeah the doctor is possessed i don't this shocker uh yeah <laughs> and so i don't know the cops are saying some dumb bullshit or whatever the, the the doctor wakes up in the back of the police cruiser grabs one of the cops heads and twists it yeah. all the way around <laughs> yeah so then the car goes off the road and everyone sees this explosion so quickly, like all the emergency crews are there, and I notice the fire department is just hosing down a gas fire. Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem right. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to do that, man. I mean, they were actively bad policy. So like, yeah, like a tanker flipped over, which had some kind of flammable liquid, and they're just <laughs> hosing that down. Yeah. And you could see that none of it's going out. I know that's kind of just the props and stagehands like doing that but i'm like i'm like um yeah you would probably make all of this worse but yeah i just wrote who's in a gas fire question mark mm-hmm. but uh <laughs> this is also the scene where john finally tells his dad like hey i don't think this guy's dead right. like, yeah yeah, yeah. He's, like, fucking... he's, he's hopping around and we find out one of the cops is alive they're like oh man this yeah. cop was luckily thrown 500 feet from the car. He was car. thrown clear of the accident, thankfully. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God he wasn't wearing his seatbelt. But he's banged the shit up. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so they're taking him to the hospital. And, and guess what? I bet you could all guess what happened to this police officer. Mm-hmm. What are you guessing? He got shocked. I'm guessing there's a little shocking involved. Yeah. Shocker. Uh, <laughs> how about that? Yeah. He's got a pinky in him. What did you say? <laughs> oh, he's got more than just a pinky. <laughs> oh, this is violating This him. is some Dane Cook shit now. You gotta, oh, it's, no. all, it's three fingers, I think. This is when Johnny goes home and goes to sleep, has another dream sequence. Yeah, that yeah. is exactly what happens, because right. this guy can nap <laughs> anytime he needs to. Anytime. Him. He's got such a dope waterbed. I mean, he's yes. just falling asleep right That's away. That's true. It's bigger. Guys, I'm going to make an admission right now. I have never in my life laid on a waterbed. What? Ever. Really? I've never wow. experienced one in oh. my life. Wow. I don't know what if you're missing much. I owned a waterbed for most of my high school years. It's a really bizarre experience, I will say that. But <laughs> I'll say um, a regular bed is superior in 95% of sleeping. <laughs> I'll just say that. You want that, not a waterbed. This is a mattress review brought to you by Rabbit Troop Subs. Rabbit Troop Subs loves waterbeds. It was fun for the time, but no. Just well, just say no to waterbeds. Hear me out. What if we had a water floor? So my whole floor was just like a 50 times X king size water bed that we turned into floor and that's what we record on we just swish around okay <laughs> the, the, the listeners can hear it swish. yeah 
<laughs> We'd have to take like a lot of pauses to go to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, just let it go, man. Yeah, just we'll fill it right back. I also feel like there's a lot of like electrical equipment hooked up right now That's that would. Fine. You dangle you know? that. We'll yeah. have it dangling from the ceiling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to do some reverse ceiling stuff. <laughs> um, in the movie, we have the cop who was you know, thrown from the car past Story. He's just at Jonathan's house now. Yeah, he's knocking on the door. He's not looking so good. No. Um, and Jonathan quickly realizes, shockered. And he takes off running. And this is my favorite sequence of the movie. And this is funny because... <laughs> Much like I have to watch some of these movies uh, in halves, Mike did the same thing. And I saw uh, Mike yesterday, and Mike's like, oh, yeah, like I had to pause it. And I was like, where are you? He's like, oh, you just got to the park. Like, oh. <laughs> the park's my favorite park. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so the park oh, is my good. God, yeah, dude. Yeah, so, <laughs> so much goes on in the park. <laughs> so Pastore is possessed in a cop's uniform, and he looks banged up to hell. Yeah. And Jonathan just books it into a park and i understand jonathan's motivation here like i'm getting the hell out of here like Mm -hmm. jonathan does everything right he is running yeah he is full-on running and pastori who is is keeping up with him with this limp what is going on with that man just blatantly shooting at him (laughs) there's a baseball game in the back there's people like running and looking over (laughs) what's what's going on here and by the way he has a revolver and must fire at least 17 shots out oh, of this yeah. thing without reloading. Re- he, they did show him reloading once. Once. Did they really? Yeah. I missed that because yeah. I was like, "Is yeah, there's way too many shots coming out of a revolver. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, one of those shots gets Jonathan in the shoulder, mm-hmm. like real good in the shoulder, and he yeah. is bleeding everywhere. So I would, if I could and was conscious... I would do exactly what Jonathan does. He still is trying to run, and he's running mm-hmm. and running. And Pastore uh, comes to, like, does he, like, I can't remember what he does. Like, he runs, but Pastore passes out or something? So this is real weird, yeah. Like, he is getting, he's been in this body too long. He needs to transfer bodies. Yeah, he's, again. like, using up the And energy. so he's getting weak. Yeah. But it doesn't really do a good job of explaining yeah, that. No, not really. But that no. is what I inferred yeah, from so, that scene yes. because it was disjointed. So yeah. then, yeah, so then he passes out, like, low-energy ghost possession, but fake out, he's back, and he goes for an ankle gun and shoots Jonathan, um, and then gets up and shoots this random kid. And I'm only laughing because this kid has some dialogue. <laughs> this kid's like, no, I don't didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't. He really didn't. You know who this kid is? This is Wes Craven's son. Oh, okay. really? oh my God, Lamar. <laughs> kind of explains why the dialogue out, is man. so weird. <laughs> yeah, this, this kid could have ran for a while but kind of hangs around like oh what's going on Mm -hmm. and that's what happens like he's stuck around too long and ghost dude comes back enough to possess him and now the kid is possessed yeah why why did he shoot a person first to possess them that seems like yeah you wouldn't this whole scene was nuts dude well uh, so my thought is i know I, i know what mike's saying but hear me out now that jeremy was like He's low level, like danger. You're at mm-hmm. like one percent. Oh, yeah. He just needed something. Yeah, he's leapfrogging, okay. and, and yeah. that's what he does because now he's about to get into this girl and a mom in a second. Um, so yeah, Jonathan, <laughs> Jonathan's running out of this park, 
And this girl <laughs> runs into him with a little bicycle with like training wheels. Yeah. Like, oh, sorry, mister. Yeah. But boom, <laughs> fake out. That girl's possessed. Well, not yet. Not yet. Well, in so, a second. In a, after she drives well, off. Could, there's a lot. There's a lot of possession, back and yeah. forth possession going on here. After the girl rides off, like the mother rolls up. She's like, hey, did you see my daughter? And then sees that this guy has been shot in the arm. He's like, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I thought that too. I have this in my nose. I'm like, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> But this he tells her anyway. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. so yeah, then this girl goes insane and starts operating a backhoe. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and Come on, you fucker, move! Yeah, yeah. She, this little girl's oh, yelling God. that. Yeah, and yeah, she's 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 trying to mow Jonathan down in a backhoe. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mom is totally freaking out because the mom yeah. is seeing now some glimpses of like what it, the hell is my daughter doing? Well, she also thinks Jonathan is just like attacking her daughter. Yeah, but then the daughter. Yeah. The, the fun part is the daughter just like runs fifty miles an hour after. And again, this girl's like seven or six or I can't remember five, mm-hmm. and. Jonathan just runs. He's like, I'm trying to get out of here. And the mom's like, get away from my daughter. But the daughter is like, just totally books it like yeah. through the window. Well, she kicks him in the dick yeah. and then, oh, yeah. then hightails <laughs> it out. But she, I don't know if we mentioned that Pinker has a limp because Jonathan shot yeah. him in the knee yeah. when he was a kid. Um, but it, it, The dude, limp goes the limp, with him to everybody. It, it's shown, but it does not affect him. Oh, it does well, not slow anyone down. That dude. girl running with that limp was amazing <laughs> yeah, for me. She was, I think, faster. <laughs> yeah, she limp. was moving. Oh, yeah, yeah. That girl, it was like someone pulled a string and a doll. That's <laughs> yeah. how fast it was going. Um, and then the mom's like, what the hell? And then, this is funny. So the guy is with... Or Jonathan is, you know, battling the daughter still. The mom's screaming, and a random construction worker rolls up, like, whoa, hey, ma'am, do you need some help? Then the uh, uh, shocker jumps into mom, and then mom attacks the construction worker and gets into him. It's mm-hmm. a shocking revelation. Oh, yeah, he's, mo- he's jumping around. Yeah, he's he's froggering it every which way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, well, to, to save himself... Uh, Johnny has that stupid necklace that he gave his girlfriend. And, for- and we forgot about the dream premonition. Yeah. She, she said in a dream to him that uh, the necklace would protect him. Yeah. She's, her dream presence is bonkers. We'll talk yeah. about that it, more later. Yeah, that, that's why I forgot because right now I was, it was so like drop in the bucket moment. I was mm-hmm. like, Jonathan, remember that necklace? It protects uh, yeah. you. I didn't even take a note about yeah, it, I but totally it just becomes f- important later. Yeah, yeah. I totally forgot. It does happen. Mm-hmm. But then like, her ghost presence is way stronger than that in a yeah. second. It's like, I was a dream. I'm right next to you. I also want to make Jonathan? mention here that <laughs> think about everything that is that we have talked about up till now, and there is still like a shitload of the movie. We are halfway through this movie. <laughs> yeah. And he's still not traveling through electricity. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so the, the necklace, for some reason thwarts the shot yeah it's true love's necklace I yeah mean, well, it's, it's at, shaped at, like a heart yeah, so well, mm. yeah every kiss begins with uh, <laughs> and he's trying to ward him off with it but the construction worker like hooks it on his pickaxe and throws it into a lake yeah. <laughs> construction <laughs> worker has a pickaxe yeah the construction worker throws it into a lake into a, a lake mm-hmm. and jonathan later will be like i know where it is and very quickly does because he gets immediately an idea I've got to go see the football team. Yeah. And I've got to talk to the coach. Yeah. And, as and by know, the way, yeah, they, he tells this coach everything. And the coach is like, yeah, great. Let's do it. What do we do? Yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, immediately. Everyone's on board. That, that's what we're saying. <laughs> Dudes of wrath. Um, that's, that's the crew. I thought rabbit troop sucks. Assembled was strong. <laughs> Not against this football no. team. I mean, 
I tell Mike about a ghost. He hangs up on me. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't answer that text for a while. Maybe some of you would. I don't know. I'll answer that. I'll answer yeah. that text. But mm-hmm. straight up, they're on board to kill Pinker. It is, we need to kill Pinker, and what do we need to do? Let's totally do it. And th- this is this is amazing. So Jonathan's like, listen, I saw where this necklace went, and since I have enchanted necklaces, and the coach is like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He's like, I could go get it. But the only way I could get it is if you could go into my old haunted house that I used to live <laughs> in and get a diving mask. And this is a college... Gym. This is a college facility. Right. No diving mask. Yeah. Like, no can, goggles. How about this? <laughs> how, I have that in my notes. Well, how, too. About, how about this? <laughs> if we can't go back to my house, I'm gonna spend six dollars <laughs> at the store yeah. and, and go get this. Like, coach, <laughs> you have to go back to my house to get a diving mask. What the hell is going on yeah. here? But he's in. Well, and coach is totally in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At, mm-hmm. at the beginning of the like coach when we were totally talking, in. you said we had, and maybe this is before we were recording, but this movie is 30 minutes longer than it should be. Like this scene oh, wow. instigates that. that 30 minutes. How dare yeah. you this scene right here instigates that 30 minutes because um, from the, from the, from the point where they're like, we need to go back to your house and get a diving mask. <laughs> and because the construction worker is underneath the bleachers listening, all of that takes place and you really didn't need right. to, but and, it was wild and, and that everyone, it did. Everyone listening, please note the diving mask is just like those old timey like yeah. one lens. Like right. you literally could have gotten goggles. It like, anything. You, this is eighty nine. I'm really thinking for four dollars at most, you could have gone to the store and bought goggles. Like hold a plastic bag over your face or something. <laughs> right. Anything. We're describing a snorkel. Like is you're what we're describing onions? not diving equipment, just a snorkel mask. Yes. pretty much. Who the hell cares? Yeah. And the plan is, I'm going to do this at night. Yeah, yeah, he wants to do it at night. How about we get some goggles and a underwater <laughs> yeah, flashlight? Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, but the, oh they also—I don't know why they split up. So he sends Coach and Ted Raimi, who's been in this movie a bunch but hasn't that, said anything yet, <laughs> and his name is Pac-Man. I think. Yeah. Oh, it's Pac-Man. Yeah. Oh yes. Poor Pac-Man. Um, he sends Coach and Pac-Man to his house, and him and Rhino go to the lake just to yeah. wait. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. This lake scene with him and Rhino is like, what the fuck just happened? Why? Why did this even exist? Well, well, the big plan was Coach is going to get the mask, and Jonathan's going to do nothing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, he's going he's to wait around, right? And he does. Yeah, but th- does he get like a th- the heebie-jeebies or something? Because he decides to go back to the house because Coach doesn't show up. Oh. No, he goes into the lake and he's like. It's nighttime. I can't see anything. Oh, that's out right. Here. Yeah, he goes. And he then, goes in there, and Rhino's and like, "This is not what Rhino's about." He's like, "Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. it's nighttime. We're not gonna be able to." See. Like, should we go back to the house? And they're like, "All right." And so that's what they do. Yeah. That wasn't what Rhino was about. No. I learned that. That was that was a learning lesson this by is, the end of this yeah. movie. I think Johnny wanted to do it alone, and he told Rhino just to stay there. Mm-hmm. And this is his fight or something. I that's mean, not, later on, there's, 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 there's more Jedi tricks. Yeah. Like so, that's how he's going to find that necklace, Lady in the Water, uh, Excalibur style. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Well, so they're like, man, this is crazy, Coach. It was something like there's something said too. It was like Coach would never be three hours late. 
Like, it was like, I was they like just, a, they've been there all fucking night. Wow. Yeah. So they, his house is ten minutes away. So yeah. So they go back to Jonathan's haunted house. That he keeps saying, "I don't like going there," but that's where he go, does half his sleep. Yeah, he's there most like, of damn, the time. Damn, stay in a motel, dude. Stay in your car. Yeah. Uh, stay anywhere. Um, do you have any other family members? But no, they keep going back there. Mm-hmm. Coach is just in in the shower, cutting himself and writing weird notes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, if coach well, he's possessed, but he's fighting it. Yeah, yeah. well, the, not at first. Well, the, I think he lets him loose to talk to him for a second. He's like, yeah. Jonathan. Well, that's and why it, I think that's why he's cutting himself because, like, yes, because he was fighting it. No, I, I, I thought the ghost was making him do that because no. he was writing messages. I, I thought he was making him do it as punishment for fighting him. He was trying to weaken him. Oh, I don't fucking know. Oh, yeah, no, well, I think it, you're right. Because it, it does. Was, this scene does not do a good job of that. Well, he says, no, it does. Yeah, I fought it off with Will, and then it says uh, Jonathan says, "Then Will him out." Yeah. So yeah, the coach is the one. That coach, he'll do it because Allison makes an appearance right here. She's talking to him now, and I don't know why. Well, Allison has made an appearance. <laughs> well, no, no, I could, I could answer this. No, this totally <laughs> makes sense. So. Remember Allison was kind of like a wispy ghost in a dream before? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, now everyone's done a lot of drugs, including Wes Craven and all of the screenwriters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now anything goes. And that's that's the rationale I could give you, that ghosts could just yeah. really talk to you. He's, a, right. he's one step away from Allison having sex comes with in, He's like, hey, coach, you can fight this, by the way. And he's like, I can? He's like, she's like, yeah, 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 yeah go totally. for it. And she's just saying, uh, right. Well, it doesn't yeah, fucking so work. He starts to fight it, but then he's like, ah, it's, that's really difficult. She's yeah. like, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. And so he's dead. <laughs> Yo, he's dead. And, and then the shocker kind of escapes. And uh, then the ghost of Allison has a fucking like chest beam. Well, yeah. Do you remember how he escapes? He goes through. He goes through electricity. He finally goes. No, through, well, he's is, trying. He's trying to go through yeah. the wall outlet. But yeah, Allison does do some kind of like fucking Iron Man shit to uh, somebody. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. Iron Man. I wrote Care Bear Stare. Yeah, that's that, that's actually she, she she chest blasts them with light like she's an effing Care Bear. Yeah. on a holy mission, Care Bear Stare right right at him. But yeah, then he he escapes through an outlet. This is not something that he knew he could do. He's just like. I'll give this a shot. <laughs> here's a fun here's yeah. a fun piece of the movie too. And then she's like, Jonathan, come here. I have a ghost secret for you. And we the audience <laughs> we don't, don't know what it anything. is. We will <laughs> never find out what <laughs> she alludes to it later. She's got a little ghost secrets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn her little ghost secrets. Yeah, and then, so Pinger then extends his finger and he's out. Uh he does go through the outlet like a like a real shocker. And Daddy da- Don rolls up just like right there. He is irate. <laughs> And then lights a cigarette, and he's like, <laughs> and I just no, wrote, yeah. as you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he, so he knocks on the door. He comes in. Johnny's covered in blood, and the dad makes no reference to it. No. At all. That's because he lit a lights cigarette. Lights a cigarette and just starts like having like a, like a heart-to-heart with this. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy, covered Jeremy in, blood. in the late 80s, these were cigarette commercials. Like, do you want to well, come home like and, cocaine, and murder? So. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever feel like coming home, murdering your family, who's murdering other people? You got that bloodlust, Chesterfield. Yeah, let him a cool. Because <laughs> you're a cool guy, bro. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what's going on. But, it's the yeah. cool choice for a hot night. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, Dad's not in it this time. No, we're gonna arrest him. Yeah. Jonathan. Well, he he's having the heart to heart, but then he sees the body of the coach and Ted Ramey and the smashed diving mask. Yeah, that. <laughs> Even the dad was like, yeah, I'm, I'm bringing you downtown. Here's yeah. the fun thing. No cuffs. No. Nope, we're going to do this no. not by the books. Why would again. you? Mm-hmm. And uh, 
So daddy has a little smile, and as is, uh, Jonathan goes in the back seat, Jonathan's screaming because he knows dad's possessed. Mm-hmm. And you're like, damn, they're screwed because now there's a bunch of cops. They're all around the house. Jonathan is in the back seat of a cop car. The doors mm-hmm. are locked, etc. Boom, Boom. Smash of a window. Who's there? Fucking your, Rhino. Your buddy Rhino <laughs> just pulled you out of a cop car. Pulled you out of a cop car, flew you backwards, told you to run. You book it. And then Rhino, like, jumps in the middle of, a like, a circle of police officers like he's going to Ninja Turtle everyone in the face. Mm-hmm. And Jay bolts. Like, that's that's what goes on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he runs up to, like, a TV studio. Oh, I got music by uh, a different breed. Just by, about to ask oh, yeah, what the song was. Dead on. All this right. Was, there was some I, rad metal. Yeah, I like this so, song. So yeah, this is an escape scene to this song, mm-hmm. and the dad is possessed by uh, Pinky, and he has fired at least forty to fifty oh, shots yeah. at his son from like thirty yards away, and has not hit him at all no. whatsoever, and is keeping up with him with the giant limp. Yeah, yeah, the limp. But then they climb up a radio tower. And uh, Jonathan tells him to fight him, to, to stop it. You could do it. Stop it. And then uh, he does for a moment. Jonathan, oh, fake out. Boom. No, it's back to uh, Pinker. Mm-hmm. But then Daddy does, in fact, kick him out and kind of wakes up uh, on a radio tower. I would freak out every well, which way. He, he Before that happens, he kind of fell off and he was hanging on. But he was hanging on while fighting in front of a satellite dish. Which kind of beamed Pinky out of him. And he says, uh, now I'm nationwide, asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he just yorts off into the into the night. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and, da- and da- now- dad was able to rid himself of him because he fought him and said he had a bad heart. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the real fake out because dad's like, I don't have a fake heart. Bad heart. Yeah. But then we see John Tesh and he makes it all better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now, audience, you thought this movie was nuts beforehand it gets real nuts now well let's talk about just john tash for just a real quick one uh how long of a hug like minute or second wise from a hug with john tash would then becomes uncomfortable i'm thinking like five minutes ten minutes five minutes (laughs) five seconds maybe less than that yeah Yeah. just hear me out john tash yeah i'm going real short i imagine john tash is 11 feet tall um, he looks like he would be 11 yeah. feet tall. He approaches you from the woods like a giant. Mm-hmm. He goes, ah, and just gives you a hug. You just lean into it. Five, ten minutes. You're probably blessed. <laughs> You're blessed from a woodland creature. If I'm in the same room as John Tesh, I'm a little, you know, on edge. <laughs> I'm not going to survive a hug. Yeah, well, he's been eyeing you from the room this whole time. I think he's doing that now. Your character is embracing the moment. <laughs> Your character <laughs> is John now Tesh at the table alone with John Tesh. Uh, that's the that's a bad moment. Moments with John Tesh. Your character is now trading cell phone numbers with John Tesh. Oh, son of a bitch. Oh yeah, but uh, Jonathan is in jail. Well, no, he's been exonerated because yeah, he's exonerated. Oh, that, that's what John Tesh is saying. Yeah, yeah there's an, another yeah. family was killed. They think it's by a copycat. Yeah, but Pac-Man's dead, and so is Coach Cooper, and mm-hmm. that's a, yeah. That's a real now the entire football team is going to get involved in this scenario. Now, yeah, yeah. Now, now, now it's was it d- dudes of wrath? The dudes of wrath. Yeah, it's, it's the dudes of wrath. <laughs> point two or two point I mean, so they're they're amped. Let's talk about this plan because I didn't fully understand it when it was happening. It 
I didn't oh, understand bonkers. it at all okay. while it happened. I understand what they did. <laughs> yeah. To so, cut to the chase, it's the football team is on standby. To cut the power. Yes, to the whole yes. city. Yeah. So the goal is they're going to capture yeah. the shocker. Like a, like a ghost. Like a ghost. Yeah. Like this is like, on this a VHS is like tape. the fucking right. rollout thing from Ghostbusters. Yeah, they're going to catch him on a yep. VHS tape while it's recording live. And then cut the power, and you'll be trapped in that tape that yeah. they plan to destroy. Right. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is the plan that right. I had to piece together yeah. <laughs> for the next Jonathan 35 is, minutes. Jonathan is in a room with a TV production team who he it, convinced it, to be there. If you're our friend Gabe, it would be you're now in a room. You're, you're in a room. <laughs> this is a room. This is a room you are <laughs> in. Oh, also note. I love that the football team upgrades to 2.0 because now everyone's wearing a trench coat. Yeah, and that means but they business. were they were fucking team trench coats because they had their number on the oh, back that's of them. True, yeah. Those were issued to them. That's Don't, a badass football team I, right I, there. I, I'm sorry. Are we lacking team trench coats? For rabbit okay, troop sucks. Can we get rabbit troops? Yeah, we are. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> if you are interested in getting dusters and uh, you're a good person, then that's exactly what should happen. Or mm-hmm. we wow. need to invest in like patches that go to those dusters. Um, yeah, we should look into that. Okay, I'm on it. Hell yeah. Yeah, so part one is this trench coat gang. I don't want to get weird with it because we live in Colorado, but this trench coat gang rolls up uh, to cut the power and they're on standby. And then, yeah, uh, Jonathan, Lady in the Water, Excalibur style, is going to get this. And this is what was super confusing to me. Th- this this is a, a dream. dream. Yeah. 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 Which doesn't make any sense, but he's in a dream that. You are kind of made aware four minutes later. Yeah, but, but he, he's, he's looking dream. for the necklace yeah. in this dream. So uh, I watched it and thought, he just went back to the lake and he's getting this. Right. No, he went immediately to the haunted house bed and <laughs> went to bed. And now he's in dream scenario. <laughs> Water bed. Yeah. And <laughs> and he's in the lake. So he astrally projected his body or soul. And he then runs into Allison. And she, oh, he he dives down three times just trying to find yeah. it. Then he's like, "Oh, Allison, I need your help, someone." And she shows up, and he he scampers <laughs> off like a little ass because he's like, "I need your help." And he's like, ah. <laughs> like he, it's kind of funny because I really feel in one scene he's like doggy paddling diagonally away, like ah. There's like there is a uh, an undertow. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look, it doesn't look good. Um. But okay, so Allison eventually catches up. They make out for a little bit, as mm-hmm, you do. Right. And that's when I'm like, wait a minute, is this a dream? And yes. it is. And I swear to God, there's a cutscene and they had sex. In my mind, they ghost dream sex. Oh, probably. And that's it, where the real ex came from. That mm-hmm. yeah, that happened. Um, I don't care what anyone says, that happens. <laughs> um and the football team simultaneously picks the lock and the electronic grid to everything in the world is now unlocked. Right. They're getting ready. Yeah. And then uh, Jonathan wakes up. He wakes up. Um, and he has the, the necklace now, doesn't he? He, he finds the necklace on him. Yeah. yeah. Um, now in his room. The Vibomatic. The, yeah. He's sitting in the Vibomatic, which is like some kind of electric vibrating chair. Skinner, they yeah. he's Skinner's in the TV, and he while he's in the TV, he's able to interact with 
other characters that are in yeah, shows. Yeah, I noted this is like Stay Tuned from 1992. Correct. Which I'm 100% mm-hmm. willing to do for this podcast. So he like he bonks someone on the head in the show and then crawls out of the TV like Ringu. And now could possess all electronics. <laughs> right. And then and then he possesses the goddamn chair. Yeah, wait, which is awesome because I sent Mike a picture and the chair possession looks like Pee Wee Herman's uh, Pee Wee yeah. <laughs> chair comes to life. And trying cherry. To, yeah, Cherry's trying to hug attack him. Hug to death. Yeah. <laughs> this Barker Lounger's going to kick your ass, boy. <laughs> he possessed the chair. He possessed okay, the chair, yeah. what? <laughs> um, I, <laughs> The, he's he's got the one-liners coming in hot and heavy. Um, we also have uh, Demon Bell, the Ballad of Horse yeah. Pinker. That's the song uh, by okay. Dangerous Toys. The montage oh, wow. song. Yeah. yeah. And now they are running through television shows from some... Totally stay tuned yeah. style. Yeah. That, so oh, wow. nothing's recorded. Maybe some things are recorded live, but it's so goofy now that, you know, a pre-recorded show, imagine anything notable that... And now, I don't know, what would be a famous show now? Like, I'll just give one out. He straight up took time, footage of Leave it the Beaver. Yeah. And, so, yeah. Like, <laughs> and, like, and Dean Cleaver. Were. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, what's going out the window? So now, like, you know, Beaver yeah. and, you know, uh, Ward and everyone yeah. is like interacting with these characters. So it's it's off it's off the hook at this point. Yeah. In time. Yeah. They, they jump on the TV. He asked him if he wants to go for a ride in his Volkswagen. Ah, oh, I did right. write that in. And also, yeah. and also, Jonathan is very lucky to uh, fight off Pinker and grab a magic remote control now yeah i don't yeah. know what show he got the remote control from yeah maybe but, it was leave it to beaver yeah i mean they're they're going back and forth with all this stuff there's you know a televangelist there's a game show there's some kind of like they're back in their house or with course like news correspondence i mean it's going crazy mm-hmm. yeah and eventually they get a remote control and now the remote control basically and if you see see stay tuned which was a later film this is basically the magic wand to get out yeah, i the, mean well they they pop out into the room that Johnny had set up to capture him in. Yeah. Luckily. But the news crew is filming this room. That's why they wanted them there. Correct. And they're recording it. Yeah. Yeah. They're not really and in so, a room. Yeah. They're in like a virtual room. Yeah. Yeah. They're in the this room on room. the camera. This is a room. And Johnny, because he has the remote and I, he does freeze frame. <laughs> he does the freeze so he frame. Like pause yeah. He pauses, yeah. He pauses. He fucking pauses Pinky and he's just kind of stuck. Yeah. And so now Jonathan takes this. So this is how it works in this magic world. So I'm trying to even think how to discuss this. Pinker oh, is this stuck is on wild. A, I mean, it, yeah, it's yeah very... Pinker is stuck on a VHS tape. <laughs> uh-huh. And so instead of rewinding fast forward, Jonathan has a remote control again that is just magic as yeah. hell. Well, he's using it like a magic wand yeah, to so, whip him around. Yeah. So instead of rewinding, he's able to just. <laughs> whip him against a wall and just beat the holy mm-hmm. shit out of him. And then I just made a side note that I thought of deep into this movie. I just thought, hmm, what's going on here? And it's and it's this. Uh, why has he been wearing this prison jumpsuit the whole time? Why is that his outfit? Remember, he Obi-Wan Kenobi'd himself out. Like, he could be wearing a suit. He could mm-hmm. be wearing, like, a black ninja outfit. He could be wearing anything. It was really comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But well, yeah. he's, he has to wear the clothes of the people that he possesses i think just his spirit yeah. which by the way spirit he's is. floating through in a city tv effect oh yeah the whole every so every time <laughs> yeah, we've mentioned effects. that you can see him it's a staticky apparition <laughs> of and, him. And, and wasn't this essentially the secret that allison said like 
I think the plan came from Allison to some. Oh, extent. maybe. Yeah, I think that's what she was secretly telling him. Yeah, yeah like like there's there, like there's a way. Like so that was like the ghost secret, and so basically uh, that's what happens. And then they radio into the football team, and they turn off all of the electricity, and uh, he's trapped. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's trapped, and I guess it dies. Maybe. Maybe. Well, no. So so there's a flaming TV. They get tr- mm-hmm. they get trapped together because he doesn't jump out of the tv soon enough right, because of some distraction yeah. yeah his watch is broken yes yeah and then for some reason he's like all right well i'll jump out to the camera he does that mm-hmm. he's the only one that gets out somehow the tv blows up yeah and you hear pink or pinky screaming from the tv yeah. he like turns the power off on the remote and the flames like die down and yeah we're done with pinky yeah or yeah. are we? Oh, he pulled the plug before Horace could get out. That's kind we of how ri- the TV blew up. Rhino cut the power and everything went went off. Okay, yeah. yeah. So okay. he was stuck in that one tape and that there was no access. And then the power was cut and then everything burned. Right. So then Jonathan walks outside like a zombie. Right. And <laughs> like he's like mangled and bloodied and scarred and like ashy and mm-hmm. all weird. And all the powers cut off, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, the powers cut off! We could finally see the night sky. This is crazy!" Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah." And then he walks off amongst the crowd, and the movie ends. Yeah. What one of his neighbors is, is like, "Hey, I just saw you on the tube. Is that real?" <laughs> oh, yeah, I like that one. <laughs> hey, you know who that neighbor was? That's Wes was Craven. That a Craven? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that completes Lamar the Craven the series. There we go. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and oh my god. And, oh. And the music uh, at the very end, we are uh, graced with the song "Sword and Stone" by mm-hmm. the band Bonfire. Ah, Ooh. another banger. And there's the the last scene is the uh, the heart constellation. Yeah, letting him know that what's her name is Allison. Allison is out there. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's out there, ready yeah. to ghost fuck later. <laughs> <laughs> Tis the season, like, a, like Patrick Swayze from fucking <laughs> yeah. They're like gonna they make a goddamn pottery face. scene together. Well, yeah. she's gonna possess a face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You could figure out the rest in that song. <laughs> um, before we go into our final overview, uh, as always, feel free to reach out to us at rabbittroopsuckspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you have anything you want to listen to or you have any movie suggestions, uh, let us know. Hit us up at rabbittroopsucks.com, the webpage proper. You could stream our audio there. You could watch uh, or look at some fun pictures or weird things that we write. Uh, we're on social media, Instagram, Facebook. Hit us up. Uh, again, uh, if there's something you want to listen to and we like it, we'll send you a shot glass, a Rabbit Troop Sucks shot glass. Yeah. So let us know. But yeah, how did everyone like Shocker? Shocker. Shocking. Shocker. He's going first. I'll, I'll go first this time. All right. This movie was too fucking long. Mm-hmm. Um, the beginning, the first hour of this movie is just Pinky committing murders. Like... He should have become the shocker within 20 minutes. Totally agree. That that would have made this better for me. Make this movie an hour and a half. He goes right to being the shocker. Everything else was fine. Um, I actually, I like Mitch Pelegi in general. I thought he was fun in this. Like, I mean, he was playing a weirdo. And that's fine. Um, I don't know. This movie sucks, but I enjoyed watching it. But it was just too long. <laughs> I'm going to go next, too. Usually, Mike and I go last. Yeah. Um, I, I totally agree with Mike. I mean, we talked about this. I overall kind of like this film, 
but it's way too long and it makes me not like this film overall then like i like the story when we get to the park as noted (laughs) that park scene is bananas yeah (laughs) and i mean i totally agree with mike if this if it was 20 minutes that led to that park like i'm doing crazy stuff and jonathan's doing a weird college stuff and then there's 20 minutes of backstory and then boom pinker dies and now all of a sudden there's park scenes and possessed cops this movie would have been infinitely better um yeah, this movie's got to get its fat trimmed. Um, I love Wes Craven, so clearly not a shot against him, but I'm glad this uh, this franchise didn't keep going. Uh, and it said low box uh, box office ratings led that. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, mess. yeah but mm-hmm. uh, I think this movie is totally fun to see if you like horror movies, especially if it's October. I would recommend it to that extent. Just know, like, do some stuff in the background. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you're like, oh, I need to use the restroom. Don't pause it. <laughs> no. If, if you're a Wes Craven fan and you haven't seen this movie, you should definitely watch it. Yeah. 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 When you go get another beer or a beverage, you just keep it going. Yeah. You are not going to pause it. And you're going to go there. <laughs> you're even going to check some work emails on your phone. You're like, okay. <laughs> then you're like, okay, now I'm going to go back. So, yeah. Um, as I often feel, you know, we were taking notes and I'm pausing it. So, this hour and 50 minute film was really like two hours and maybe 30 minutes. Cause I'm like pausing, pausing and stuff like that. But so yeah, yeah. don't pause it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Lamar, Jeremy, where are you at? Uh, Jeremy. Go ahead, Lamar. Oh, um, so, so I, this is one of those movies that's not good, but like watching it with a group of friends and discussing it is kind of fun and everything. And, that's what I think about this movie because it was way too long, but there, it is bonkers, man. Like it's crazy how many things they packed into this movie. This is obviously Wes Craven, like on drugs, <laughs> drunk, or yeah. I mean, it, it was nuts. Uh, but I I enjoyed watching it, but it's not a good movie. I do so, want to say one yeah. more thing because uh, Jeremy brought this up. It was my next day thought, so I watched this movie over two nights as well, just like Mike did. But the next day when I was thinking about this, it was exactly what Jeremy just said. This movie is like fun to talk about and stuff. I think this movie would definitely have been better if we all watched it together and then discussed mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Because yeah. this is definitely like I was chuckling <laughs> to myself. Been, yeah. yeah. Like if we were in a room, the energy would have been different. But just watching it essentially by myself, I'm like, oh, like, haha, there's no one to talk to. And there's definitely a movie like you want to talk over a little bit because yeah. sometimes there's minimal dialogue and people are just chasing each other in a park. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a lot to be said about watching <laughs> movies together with friends like that. Mm-hmm. I think this is the exact movie that you want to do that with. Oh, yeah. I mentioned earlier that this is 1984 and 1990. Wes Craven wrote, I don't want to say direct because I had to look this up. He wrote six movies. And they were Nightmare on Elm Streets one through five, and Shocker, which was shock um, shoveled right in the middle there. So yeah. a lot of the influence from Nightmare on Elm Street flows right in through Shocker. So I think that explains a lot of the dream powers how they're not explained. I think Wes Craven's just saying, "Hey, you know this stuff. Come on, just get with it." Do you think it's maybe the same universe? I think it's the same universe, okay, especially sense. the way he does things. Well, I mean, I think how- I, I think you know. <clears throat> Nightmare on Elm Street 1 is one thing, but when you're looking at Nightmare on Elm Street 3 and 4, it is heavily influenced by this kind of like vibe and film. I mean, Freddy is definitely limited in Nightmare on Elm Street 1. I mean, which is definitely, I think, a superior film in the franchise for those reasons. But in 3, 4, stuff like this, people have 
all sorts of unexplained powers. They yeah. can interact with them. Um, it is totally this. I totally yeah. agree, Lamar. Uh, this is be- yeah. between four and five, so that's where mm, yeah. all the powers <laughs> kind of fit in. Man, so we were robbed of a Pinky Jason, um, or sorry, Pinky Freddy team up. Yeah, I don't, we were. I don't think Nightmare on Elm Street the franchise is done. We might. We might. So yeah, that's true. Come back. Yeah. What's Mitch Pelleggi up to these days? Nothing. <laughs> Wondering if the X Files is going to come back for the ninth time. No, I, I heard they they stopped that. Mike, they're never going to stop gonna. Mike, Mike, that's the X Files. They keep saying like we're never going to come back, but we're going to come back, but we're not going to. Yeah. Like but what if the we Q Annan of the uh, nerd world? Yeah. yeah, I don't have much more to add on to this. Um, I just echo what you guys were saying. It's too long. What would you say? 20 minutes they can cut out of this 30. movie 30 I would say straight up yeah, 30 minutes 20 to 30 minutes uh, yeah. I did just want to mention one other thing uh there's a the you guys remember the evangelical minister yeah and mm-hmm. that was <laughs> Timothy Leary the cash for oh, Christ guy man. yeah okay <laughs> oh wow <laughs> so just I mentioned that other cameo there other than that you guys said it best too long this movie it gets a little crazy near the end mm-hmm. yeah and well, it's a little deeper than your typical slasher film, but don't expect way deep. Yeah, don't expect any. It, it's I don't know what to say. This have fun and enjoy this movie with friends. That's the important part. Hell yeah! And as always, you know this is you know it's fall weather. It's October weather. So coming at you next. Uh, <laughs> I'm hoping Mike's gonna like this one. This is the one uh, questionable one Mike has. But we're going to come at you with Ray Bradbury's 1983 film adaptation of Something Wicked This Way Comes. A much different film and something that I actively forgot until just thinking about it recently because we were going to do the film. This is a Disney film. So this is not on Disney streaming. I have the DVD for this. I think you could rent this film. We're going to watch it on my DVD um, and Jeremy's going to rent it. So yeah, uh, I have not seen this film in ages. It's... I. This is, Lamar and I have talked about this age of Disney for ages, that there's these darker themed Disney films that do not get airtime on Disney Channel. And we've mentioned, you know, The Black Cauldron, uh, which was banned for a while. uh, And then that might be on streaming, but other movies are not. Um, I know uh, Watcher in the Woods is always questioned, but yeah, there's these weird dark Disney films. And this movie is all about being dark. Um, it's about a, like a couple kids shenanigans amongst a dark world. Um, but yeah, I look forward to watching it. Cause I personally have not seen this movie in ages. Uh, the warning to all of you is, uh, more geared to Mike. Mike is, <laughs> I, I don't remember a lot of silliness in this. Like I'm not watching it for a silly factor. I'm watching it for like, this is like a dark story. And have you ever read any Ray Bradbury? Mm-hmm. Um, did you like any of it? Yeah, it's all right. I've only read one ray bradbury thing outside of i think like a couple like small short stories i just i don't remember off the top of my head um but i read his uh book on writing which i really liked um i did this in a school scenario and i was like oh wow this is like really interesting but yeah um i've never read this book i would actively like to read this book jeremy you have seen this movie correct i have but it's been a really really long time and lamar have you seen it i don't think i have all right honestly well, i'm very curious but coming at you next time we're gonna look at again something wicked this way comes enjoy your halloween season carve some pumpkins carve some rabbit troop sucks logos and yeah. uh clearly we're gonna put them uh, on air so 
the first 100 people to reach out on that contest um, <laughs> is going to get a <laughs> firm <laughs> smile from Mike and, and a chuckle. So. Yeah. You say that now, but when you are inbox is flooded with thousands and thousands, you're going to regret it. I, I don't think I would. If I got a yeah. thousand sincere pumpkin carving pictures. Sincere, yeah. Not like that other message we got. Yeah, sincere. Um, so, yeah, take that. Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, carve your pumpkins. Do some spooky stuff. Uh, stuff in your ear. Michael likes hearing that. Uh, put, put some spooky time in your ear this this Halloween season. <laughs> As it was a rabbit troop size. Rabbit troop size. Rabbit troop size. Rabbit troop size. <laughs>